I owed it to her to, to have her know everything about me, including what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, and what I'm thinking, in order, in order for her to make an informed decision at the altar. She needed to know exactly. It wasn't only my decision at the altar. She didn't make her own decision. So I don't regret doing it. I regret how I went about doing it. Hello, guys, and welcome to a new episode of We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. And today, Lauren, it's your Super Bowl. It is. I don't know if that's what... I. Is it still like, like, do people that retire from football, would you still say that it's... Come back. It's almost like a homecoming, I would say. Yeah, it's like a homecoming. Yeah. Like Beyonce. Homecoming vibes. And it's homecoming season, so this is perfect. We're continuing with our Love is Blind chit-chat. Oh, cool. Diving into these episodes, continuing. We're about to dive into episode five through eight. We've already talked about all of the chaos and craziness that happened in episode one through four. So if you missed that, be sure that you guys go back and listen to those episodes. Yes. And if you thought that was chaos and crazy... Wait for these episodes, bitch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, we also have a very fun interview. Well, we'll see because we haven't talked to them yet. We'll see if it's yeah, fun. Hopefully or if it'll it's, be fun. We'll see how it is for them. Um, with SK, Brennan, and Bartise. So I'm definitely excited for that interview. Uh, I think, obviously, you guys listening love the, love the tea. And you're about to get some steaming hot... Roybus, if you will. <laughs> um, all right. Should we? What are you thinking of this season so far? Before we jump into it, you've been there. Oh, what do you think so far? Well, you know, <laughs> what do you think of it? I guess on an entertainment level and on on a um, trying to find love level. You know, see, boom. That's the perfect separation because that's what I have. The, yeah, like, separation of, of church and Inter- state is important. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, entertainment wise it is very interesting um cringe cringy at times for sure but it's hella entertaining uh falling in love wise uh, well i have there's There's a couple in my sight there's one i think that uh, i that i feel seems very hopeful genuine i i agree i agree i think we we have settled on the same couple yeah, and I think a lot of people probably will. And just mm-hmm. a reminder before we get into this, I think it's because I've already seen a lot of things on Twitter um, saying things like they filmed this and season two at the same time. I think that's so important to remember because it does seem like a lot of the kids are acting out because they're trying to like match what happened season two, but they hadn't seen any of that. Um, so they just came in swinging. Yeah, they really came in... <laughs> Hot. Hot. <laughs> uh, who are your faves? Who's your fave couple? I'm assuming um, we're talking so, so about the So far, same. my favorites are Alexa and Brennan. Mm-hmm. Me too. So they're a couple. I, yeah, I, I like the... Um, they just seem genuine so far. I, you know, what's being perceived on, on TV. Yeah. I haven't met them in person or anything yet, but we do get to talk to Brennan today. So I'm excited to just kind of scratch his brain a little bit and see, you know, what's going on in his mind. But how about you? Yeah, definitely Brennan and Alexa. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Alexa's family. I think Brennan handles himself very well. I think there's a lot of couples that will see. We'll see who ends up getting married and who doesn't. 
because I think it seems like a lot of the couples have some issues that they're kind of ignoring so far. I'd say so. Big issues too, not like yeah, issues. not like he leaves the toilet seat up. Like no, he leaves his like, emotional toilet seat. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. And I think I mean I like a lot of them individually, mm-hmm. but as a as couples, things seem a little off. Yeah, you know. There's also some couples that I'm like. Maybe we should do a little wife swap. Like, I think that there yes. are a couple of couples that I'm like, I don't know that you guys paired Oh, do correctly. tell. Can we talk about it? I kind of feel like Colleen and Cole would be a better couple than right? their, than, and Matt and Zanab would also probably be a better couple. It makes sense, right? It really makes sense. It re- Like, even talking about it now, because I wasn't thinking about it beyond the Cole and uh, Colleen aspect, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess Zanab and... And Matt also kind of are looking they for similar fit, about right? things. Yeah. Yeah. Although Matt, I feel like, you know, I know that he's been through a lot. Like we hear him talk about his past. His was it his ex-wife or his ex-girlfriend like cheated and got pregnant. And people also keep coming for that being like, he said they broke up at 24, but it was a 10 year um, relationship. I think they were married, actually. Oh, wow. OK. Because he said divorce, but I think they'd been together since they were like. Through all of high school. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she went and uh, cheated and got pregnant with somebody else's baby. And uh, he is definitely showing his insecurities throughout this grouping of episodes because we see him flare up multiple times. Um, Girl, especially yeah, with he's ready to club. He is ready to sprint from this relationship. He's so he's looking for reasons to like leave. What did Constantly. you think about that whole club? club scene thing where he got mad like she went to the club i think if if that's the beginning that's what i'm saying what's gonna happen when she actually goes clubbing you know my god you know let's get into it i guess we'll get into recapped before we get too far into the club scenes because we start, so we pick up uh, episode five. They've all just met each other. The couples have all just met each other at the party. Um, Cole and Zeneb are having like that beach day where it's awkward and she's feeling insecure that she's not really Cole's type. But that's on him. Yeah, but also I feel like how many times in ways can Cole say you're unattractive? Like, damn. <laughs> That's what I'm it's saying. It's no way in hell that every time Cole sees Zenap, he's just like, I just want you to know you're not as attractive as everybody else. I'm like, like that is basically the vibe. Um, <laughs> like, dang. And when he's like, I'm just being honest, like Colleen outside of this, Colleen's 100% more my type. Um, but there's no perfect women except for Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. Like, or even when... when um, Zenab was like, so how would you rate me? And he's like, a nine. And then she's like, so are there any tens here? He's like, yes, two people that are tens. <laughs> like, oh, God. He's like, You're, are you kidding? You fucking saw people, right? <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Colleen likes what she sees in Cole as well. Let's not, yes. let's not be crazy. When they're in that pool together, the inappropriate conversation goes both ways. Agreed. And Matt also believes what Cole says in one second. But the arguments with his 
fiance are are plentiful. I'm um, so angry. And to me, it's just too early in a relationship for all that. Like, look, I know that we came on this show to find somebody and fall in love, but damn, it's been a week and you like the trust is not there. And it's just it just seems like pulling teeth. I understand, like, yeah, relationships take work, marriage takes work, but it shouldn't be taking that much work from the get, right? I'm like, if that's what that is, I don't want that. Right. I can have that on my own outside of being filmed for TV. Yeah. Which you I think know? that's why Alexa and Brennan seem so much better than everyone else, because they don't seem like they have to work that hard. I agree. Yeah. It's just, it kind of naturally flows for them, which I think is the key in all of this, which I feel like that's how relationships should naturally be, especially if you're talking about you're about to get married. 100%. I also loved when Brennan originally like sees Alexa and he's like, yes, <laughs> which I think, yeah, no, which was, was like cute. earlier episode, but I did love that. Um, <laughs> this is also episode four, Nancy mentions how she doesn't really like Raven. <laughs> yes, she did. Which I think is funny because Raven doesn't like her either. She even says in like episode two or three, uh, she's talking about how Nancy, she's like, Nancy's like that girl that you go to high school with that you never talk to in high school and you see her at the st- like Walmart and she's like, oh my God, hey girl. And you just keep looking down and hope that she doesn't talk to you. <laughs> Oh my god! What a bitchy comment, though. Like, I and I'm like, I assuming she didn't think they both would make it as like in, into yeah. Um, and then Raven talks about how the only problem, uh, between her and SK is that there isn't more, um, beyond serious conversations. That is not the relationship for me. No. I I think we need a happy medium in like the way Raven and SK see relationships because they do both seem to like see it as like a serious. That's what they are looking for. Um, And then Cole, who is like a teenager. Yeah, right. He feels so young. Oh, my God. I saw a meme online, which I thought was so funny. It said that Cole... (laughs) They're like, so Amber and Barnett had a kid and his name's Cole and he's on this season of Love is Blind. And guess what his last name is? Barnett? Yes. I think they're related. Isn't that Uh, crazy? Something's up. That's why his family is weird about meeting because they're like, we've already done this before. I know, we've done this time and time again. We're not doing this again. They're like, your father, father, um, Matt, also... (laughs) Had us do this bullshit. Um, yes, exactly. But Barnett and Amber are still together. I don't know if they are. we're going to be able to say the same thing about I don't Barnett know. It's Jr. not giving me forever vibes from those two. It's just, you know. So back to Raven and SK, though, because like I said, well, like you said, you know, they kind of have like this thing where they have these deep conversations and everything's so great. But the physical aspect is really dry. Um, so we see Raven meet SK's family, his mom. Um, and the mom is like, oh, my God, I love her. And in my mind, I'm like, really? But, hey, you know, I'm not the mom. It's cool. She likes likes her. It's all good. I was a um, little surprised also. I was. And then she goes, she uh, gets her Nigerian dress fitting. And she has this conversation with SK's mom and sister. And they're, like, trying to give... Um, Raven advice, you know, for being married to a Nigerian man. And they're like, yes, you have to keep food in the house. You have to keep stew. And then the camera cuts to Raven like, um, 
I'm not I'm not cooking stew in the house. That's not for me. Like I'm a modern woman, which I totally get. But it's just like I don't see where so many of these couples are just like blending. They don't seem like right matches to me. And like you said, the co- relationships are hard, but damn, it shouldn't be this hard. You yeah. know? And I think because when Raven and Bartise meet who like on paper, I think this is what I really think is like Bartise and Raven meet at that pool party. They're like talking. He's very, I think that if Raven was like, I made a mistake, it should have been Bartise. Bartise would have in a heartbeat. Heartbeat in a minute. Dropped everyone, Nancy. Oh, in the dust. Nancy would have been in the dust. Because the way he talks, he's like, Raven's a smoke show. And he, when guys call, <laughs> constantly call women smoke show, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a, a down for me. I can't deal yes, with it. Yes, absolutely. I can't deal with people Red saying <laughs> smoke show all the time. That's tw- exactly. that's 25. That's how we know he's 25. <laughs> smoke show. So I think that him meeting Raven starts affecting... Her, the relationship, Bartise and Nancy's relationship. I don't think that Raven meeting Bartise like affected her and SK, um, which I thought maybe it would, but she seems like steadfast that this is what the kind of relationship she wants, which is interesting. This is only the, they just meet, and I guess this is when Bartise kind of says like. He, He's afraid of like the love fizzling out <laughs> between oh, him. Oh, I know. And it's like, girl, you were just singing how much you loved her. Mm-mm-mm. Not but five minutes ago. And then Bartise meets Nancy's family and her brothers. And I thought that that it was kind of, it was a little rocky. I mean, it went cool, but I don't know. Bartise and Nancy, just something there seems a little not smooth. To me, too. It, like, the fact that she makes more money than him, that uh, she's, like, established, that she owns properties. Mm-hmm. Um, with her ex. With her ex. Which is a big... Which is a big, big... problem for Bartiz. But is it a problem, or is he looking for a problem? Exactly. That's what I felt like. I felt like a lot of things, he was, like, this... I'm like, I bet that wouldn't have been a problem with Raven. Oh, exactly. He would have been like, okay, Raven, well, I see you out here making your money. And then when Nancy's like, how dare you be out here? Because I felt like even when he was meeting um, her family, when Bartiz was meeting mm-hmm. Nancy's family, like, yeah, her family's intense, but not like too intense. And if he was really about it, he totally could have made that meeting a lot smoother. Uh, Yeah. and. I mean, from a front row perspective of Cam meeting my dad, walking into a situation where it's like, okay, my dad is, you know, takes no no shit, no nonsense type of thing. Cam wanted to be with me to the point where it's like, I don't care what type of friction I'm coming up against. Like, it's all about you. Yeah. I'll do what it takes for you. I'll take any insults. Team. I'll eat any insults and yeah, swallow you know? my pride in those moments. Like, that's <laughs> exactly. what you have to do. If I was <laughs> a father, like... I would be like, I dare them to talk back. <laughs> like, right? You know? Right? Like, I, you need to just take this right now. Bartiz yes. just wasn't giving me, like, I'm here for her, whatever it takes. He, Brennan did exactly what um, 
should be done when meeting. Yes, the Brandon parents. converted, didn't he? He's converted. He said, "I think I don't know if he actually did or if he said he would." Okay, he was willing to. But that's a big step. Okay, he is. Oh, that's a big step, especially to convert Go to ahead. Judaism. That takes a long time. Um, yeah, that reminds me of the Sex in the City. Um, yes, with Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with Charlotte. Alexa also tells Brennan that she wants a prenup. And he's just like, okay. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Whatever you want, my darling. Zanab and Cole's families aren't involved. So Zanab, I think her, we meet her. Um, I think both of her parents are not. Deceased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're. Maybe it was a stepmom situation. Oh, yeah. Her stepmother. Um, okay. Yeah. But I think her dad passed away too. But I think she's still mm-hmm. with her stepmom all the time. Um, mm-hmm. She just a great woman. I'm like, this woman's doing everything she can. It seems like she feels that Cole's maybe not right, but she's trying. And Cole's family just doesn't want anything to do with the show. Yeah. Same thing with um, Raven. Yes. How would you feel if you were in that situation, like on Love is Blind and you found someone and you connected and your family's all excited, but their family didn't want to be like involved at all. Would that be a red flag for you? Or do you think you would be able to like continue? I don't, it would be a red flag in the sense that, um, I would just be like, I feel like that's gonna affect you. It, I, yeah, I couldn't in the relationship. Yeah. Like if my parents didn't like somebody, I couldn't it really, be with them i feel like like i'm like it would just be too hard and it would ruin everything you know um and i think especially for zanab who has such a small family and like little family members left that that's got to be really hard because that's all she wants is like yeah family family so Mm -hmm. to go into it already like that um it just doesn't seem right. The stars aren't aligned. Uh, 100% agree. And yeah, Raven's family. I don't know. Raven seems kind of, she deals with everything like a CEO, not a. <laughs> she does. You know, like a robot like, almost. Yeah. Everything's so like, this is this way and this is that way. And I have no emotions involved. It is what it is. I just want her to like open up or something. I just want, I don't know. Maybe this is her version of her vulnerability because maybe vulnerability looks different to everybody. It does. But, but at, at the girl, same time, I'm like, you know when someone's really being vulnerable and when they're yes, not. Even when she's like, I have to, this is in earlier episodes in the pods, but when mm-hmm. she's like, I, I work in nightlife. And then mm-hmm. Bartice is like, oh, stripping? Which the way she says it makes it seem like it's something more nefarious than working as a bartender yeah she's like i bartend i'm like what (laughs) yeah i work in the nightlife like girl what yeah the way she said it i was like you're saying it like it's a lot more than bartending but (laughs) exactly we have oh and colleen and matt's family meeting um and matt's mom questions the couple's intentions is the you know, which obviously a lot of families, I think, in this situation would. But it does seem like Matt's not over. His ex? His ex. He came in with some baggage. Okay, I'm talking bags and bags. Yeah. <laughs> Luggages, suitcases. 
Ooh. A lot. Um, and then we're at like 11 days to the wedding. This is episode seven and everyone meets up again. They all meet to, to converse and Zenob and Matt connect on. This was fun. I liked this little meeting. The Matt and Zenob meeting, which I guess they didn't really have chemistry. So maybe they wouldn't make a great couple. But um, kind of talking about what is going down with Cole and Colleen silently. And Matt kind of like warns her not to settle for less than what she deserves. Andrew, the fake crier, ends up at the party as well. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I don't either. I, I do have to say, I thought that Matt was giving uh, Zinab some good advice. Like, you know, you just need to leave him because he, yeah. he should see you as a queen that you are. I was like, okay, that's good, Matt. Now you need to take that and apply that to Colleen while you up here screaming at her for going to the club. But anyway. And storming uh, out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, Andrew talking to um, Nancy was interesting because she like burst out in tears. And oh, then this was Marty's this comes was, over like, is everything okay? This no, was, this was the night. That's the night she went clubbing. Was the night of this party? Oh, that was like, I guess they hit the club up after that. Forget these dudes. Let's go shake our asses. Yeah. This is also when like Nancy and Bartise. Bartise was drinking. Was obviously drinking. <laughs> like the way he, I'm just like, he's like, I wish I had what you had. Like he's. Just like I wish I could have be as attracted to like <laughs> no that's exact that's what I was getting from that you too like you have somebody who's hot and she went out with her friends me I'm over here with freaking Ugmo I don't think she's ugly at all by the way but this is how he was you know these guys are just they seem so shallow it's they're young and Cole even says at one point I think like so Colleen and I are the bad ones we should just switch fiancés because he's also oh. drinking a lot like. <laughs> Is this the ultimatum? Like, what show are we watching? Because I feel like people also have been like, it's been going viral how often Colleen says she's a ballerina. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, as a ballet dancer, when I eat a cheeseburger, I think about a pirouette. Like, girl, that has nothing to do with ballet. Why? She's like, everyone thinks about me. Everyone thinks it's cool to date a ballerina until they do it. And then they're like, moving on to the next. And I'm like, <laughs> huh? I don't think people think like that about that. And so, yeah, this is when we end episode seven ends with Matt and Bartiz having a frat guy conversation in um, the apartment. Um, Colleen comes back the next, or I guess that night and sees Matt's bags packed. And she's obviously concerned that he does keeps wanting to break up every time any like that is right? such an insane thing to do you sneeze too loud bitch like I'm <laughs> my bags. I'm how many here. times do i have to tell you to take your zyrtec <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh my yeah. god um my lord raven and is trying to fit in with the other women on the show and it's like putting a square into a circle like it just (laughs) honestly my experience on love is blind going on that show it really does force you to like take a look like inward like your past relationships how they affect everything so maybe that's something she should do before she even thinks about marrying someone or even getting into a relationship yeah you know and i mean i can see having walls there's like 
a, a fine line between protecting yourself and like mm-hmm. not being flexible at all. Like I feel like you have to be yeah. kind of flexible in a situation like this. Like you have to be open to things being a little different. And I mean, and SK talking about how he's going back to school, like in a different state. Like, does she seem like... Also, number one, if you knew that, why are you here? Right. Why are you here? Why did you even agree? I know y'all talked about that in the pods. You knew he was a student. And he, like, in the... He shouldn't be on the show. Like, you should be on the show next year, maybe, then. When you're settled with school. There's a reason that they, like, um, do this show in where everyone's from the same city. So that it can work. Because... It's whatever. Um, No, I absolutely agree with you. I feel like going on the show with that pending, it's like, okay, so you know that you're about to be moved first and foremost, and you're about to be like heavy duty into school over the next couple of years. He's like 34, 35. It's not like he's like 25 and going back to school. So like this is going to be a big part of your Your life. life. Um, So we'll see. We have Cole apologizing to Zanab for not... He says, like, I'm sorry for not making you feel like you're the only girl in the world. Let me, like, listen, girl. <laughs> if he's doing this shit in the first couple weeks. Yeah. Just imagine. In a year, you're going to be Lorena bobbiting his ass. Like, <laughs> it's just never. I. It's not, yeah. Cole remind, like, it reminds me. I was telling my friend, I'm like. He reminds me so much of like the guys that you used to like when we were in high school and he does. they were in high school and that's why they acted like that. Cause like right. watching it, I even texted her. I was like, there's a guy that reminds me so much of all of the men you dated in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, immature. As much like he was married and divorced already. Yeah. And he's like 26, something like that. So you're not ready for another marriage. I got to say, this crop of people like going into this show and I know that it's, you know, you can't go there expecting to find the golden person. I mean, yeah. I did, but <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm> just <laughs> um, but you know, that doesn't happen often and it's hard to happen. But if you coming on the show with baggage and all this, like I could have stayed in a real dating world for this. Yeah. You know, I think I just feel like, mm, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We have oh, and then before the episode ends, Colleen meets Matt's friends, who I love, and Matt's friends yeah. are very like, yeah, he's <laughs> he's very he's going to be the problem if they're like, yeah. <laughs> I think, and I think that that's another reason Zanab would be better with them. I think that they really do make a good. You know, now that you mention that, I won't be able to unsee or think about that. Like, I feel like I want to get them two together. Like, y'all should go on a date. And because I'm like, she wouldn't be out clubbing. Right. She wouldn't. And Cole and Colleen would be having the best time out at the club. Doing ballet dances and whatever type of dances they want to at the club. He can be talking about big cats uh, ad nauseum. (laughs) Like, whatever. They could just, yeah, do their thing. Um, We have eight days left until the wedding. This is when Raven uh, hears more of the Nigerian wifely duties. Um. That, yeah, I mean, listen. She's just like, no. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think so. And he is kind of like, 
I feel like he kind of in the beginning was like, well, I wouldn't expect that. But it does kind of seem like when she starts saying like, well, I'm not like, I'll never be that. He seems a little bit disappointed. Like, oh. Yeah. I think the pressures of family are probably getting to him because his mom and his sister are probably like, this is how we, this is our culture. Like if she's going to join our family, she needs to get with it. And then I, I will admit, I do get how Raven is like, well, it's my wedding too. You're not marrying your mom. But I feel like, you know, certain cultures that just kind of comes with the territory. You know, if you're marrying into a culture and this is big in their culture, you kind of have to respect that and know that's what you're getting into. And in like Nigerian culture specifically, like if, the mom says, no, that's not who I want you to marry. Yeah, that's like, you the, know, you... generally how it's going to go down. Exactly. Um, here's what I'll say. If I was her, I would be like, of course, I'll always have these things. And when his family comes to visit, I'll have those things. <laughs> oh, yeah. But not every day. But of course, I'm know? not going to do like, I'm like, if you tell your fucking mom that I don't have stew in here for you every day. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, that's also on him to be like, I'll show her how to make, you know, she's not Nigerian. She doesn't know how to make uh, the stew. Like in her head, she's probably thinking it's a fucking beef stew. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a different type of stew. Like, you know. Right, right. It's it's Agreed. on both of them, I think, if this doesn't come to fruition. Um, oh, this is also where Cole tells Zenob that his parents will only meet her after they're married. What's the point? Like, wouldn't you want to meet your son or daughter's fiance before they get married? Why would you meet them after? Well, that goes to show me that his parents are like, you're not about to get married and you're not about to waste my time. And I bet if he wasn't already divorced. That's that probably plays a big part of, into it, too. Because like, he says they're very religious. So mm, they probably were very upset when he got divorced. His divorce. Yeah. And so now he's rushing right on into something else. Mm-hmm, something new on this TV show. And, you know, like my family would probably never be comfortable being on TV. I mean, I think if yeah. I actually... Was like, listen, I know this is crazy, but I actually am like in love with this like this person, person yeah. and whatever. Um, like they would probably be like, okay, we'll see. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I just I'm sure there's a lot we don't know about Cole that is affecting the decision that his family is not. Yeah. There. Decided not to be there. Anyway, guys, that's episodes five through eight. But I think mm-hmm. we should talk to the people who know about it the best. Yeah, I got questions Um, for these guys. So first we have SK. He is a 34-year-old data engineer. He joined Love is Blind because he wanted to fall in love with his partner's mind before their appearance. Uh, He got lucky because Raven is a dime, as we all know. I mean, everybody talks about it. very beautiful. He obviously, we talked about it, comes from a very traditional Nigerian family. He has set certain expectations about his future wife. And then we also have Brennan, who's 32. He's a water treatment engineer. Now, we saw him get engaged to Alexa. They were actually the first couple who we saw get engaged. And he came on the show because he is looking for an authentic partner who wants to share their culture and values with him. And honey, he found that, okay? He found that. Um, Also, you know, we see that he comes from a different background than Alexa. He comes from a Christian background, but he's willing to convert to Judaism. He loves this woman. Anything for Alexa. 
And finally, we have Bartis, a 20, now 27-year-old senior analyst. He joined Love is Blind to find someone who could take all of his jokes and even crack some back at him. He got engaged to Nancy, and he told Nancy that physical attractiveness is very important to him. And in the real world, he would have gone for someone like Raven. Thanks for having us. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this. So we're going to start with an easy question for, well, easy for me, uh, for all of you. What was the most challenging aspect about being on the show for you personally? Oh, man. It was, for me, it was communication. I was awful at communication before coming on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wasn't good. And I was kind of hoping that being in the pod setting, I guess, kind of being confined and only doing with the wall um, would kind of help that. So for... For me, it was really kind of lethargic just to to get out there and, and just kind of say everything that you wanted to say without feeling like someone's face or actions are kind of judging you. So it's really nice. Yeah, I think for me, uh, mine was around like being vulnerable. Um, I've always been like a very, very close, calculated person wanting to make sure things are in order. And, you know, for the first time, I had the chance to just like go beyond the surface level conversations and really dig deep with someone. And yeah, that was pretty challenging to do. Yeah, similar to that, I think for me, it was um, expressing my emotions. I'm kind of more reserved when it comes to that front. Um, so not not only expressing my emotions, but express, expressing them to somebody that I love um, and mm. being kind of extremely honest. Ooh, I tell you, Love is Blind is crazy for having you take a look you know, on the inside, I know what that's like. So I know what you guys feel and what you're going through. So Brennan, so your relationship with Alexa seems to be pretty, you know, clean and perfect on paper. Were there ever any like off screen arguments that we didn't see between you guys that made you like think twice about getting engaged or anything that happened off screen that we didn't see? Because you all seem pretty like, you know, I'm here for it. No second guessing. Like, I want to get married. So did anything happen where had you questioning that? No, man. I mean, it was it's it's kind of weird to say that the only thing that was questioning was the fact that we hadn't had an argument yet. You know, because I feel like I feel like you really need to to have an argument with somebody in order to feel or understand, like, maybe what this person needs when you're doing that or um, kind of just the back and forth of that and, and how you conflict resolute. Mm-hmm. Bartise. You really took a risk when you admitted to Nancy that you indeed found Raven attractive. Looking back, do you regret doing that or would you still be honest in that way? So here's the deal with that. I, I wear my emotion on my sleeve. I, I, I am very honest and sometimes too direct and too brutally honest. I wanted Nancy to know. I owed it to her to, to have her know everything about me, including what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, and what I'm thinking in order, in order for her to make an informed decision at the altar. She needed to know exactly. It wasn't only my decision at the altar. She needed to make her own decision. So I don't regret doing it. I regret how I went about doing it. It was too direct and too honest. I could have been more sensitive um, to her, to my fiance's emotions. Um, so that that part I do regret. But I, I am not, I'm proud of myself for being able to relay that information to her and not hide it from her because um, that would have yeah. turned out worse. Now, SK, since, uh, you know, Bartice is right there and everything, y'all in the same room, I need to know, did you feel <laughs> threatened when you found out that Bartice confessed that he was attracted to Raven at the at the pool party because he was giving eyes. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, honestly, I've always been like very secure in, you know, how I go about my relationship. I've dated baddies before. I knew my girl is a baddie. <laughs> it kind of comes with the territory, you know, like it kind of comes with the territory. Um, I honestly didn't know that 
that conversation went down until we actually saw it for the first time. One of the things that was just really fucked up to me was that I had that conversation in passing with the other guys there. You know, like I thought it was like a quick bro moment. And, you know, like the fact that it got came up back to uh, Nancy. Uh, one, I felt bad for Nancy, you know, to like just sit there and listen to that. But uh, for me, on my end, I knew I knew I was good. I knew, you know, me and Raven, we were good. So I wasn't really threatened or worried about the situation at all. I like the confidence. I was just going to say, that's like the perfect uh, confidence reaction. Confident reaction. Um, speaking of confidence, Brennan, you got drilled pretty hard by Alexa's large family, uh, her father, a bunch of friends, and you handled it like a champ. Were you, how were you feeling in that moment? Were you, um, annoyed or were you just terrified? <laughs> I, no, definitely not. I wasn't annoyed, but it was so like, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, you want to, in the ideal world, it's it's you have a conversation with the family and you meet the family individually. Um, you you don't meet them in a setting like that, especially yeah. getting engaged like in mm-hmm. so quickly and and moving in so quickly. It's 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 just a unique experience, I guess. I I had never done it before, so I was confident that you know I loved Alexa. I was very confident in us, um, so I I wasn't nervous about expl- explaining to them where that you know, why I felt that way and how I felt the way I did. I guess the the nerves kind of came because for Alexa and I, family is so important. Um, yeah. That's what, at the end of the day, that's that's what you have. Um, and family, friends, whatever. And getting grilled like that, I completely understand them trying to grill me, but I wanted their support for us or for her, not necessarily for me. Um, I didn't expect them to like me or be okay with it. But I wanted them to support her, and I wanted to be there for her. So it was it was a, it was a bit of a grilling. But whenever uh, they told about the shashuka thing, so everyone's like, "Okay, fine." Yeah, thank God for the shashuka. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bartiz, what was going through your mind when you met Nancy's family? Now, her brothers seem pretty intense. Did that scare you or make you think twice about your relationship? No, that didn't make me think twice uh, right away. With her brothers, kind of taking me out to the front yard and sitting me down. Uh, Steve was very aggressive, but I, I mean, that's how I would be for my little sister. You know, I'd be just as aggressive and just as grilling um, as they were with me. Uh, I was sitting there confidently answering their questions and um, kind of just taking it. Because I wanted to be respectful for for her family because I'm big on first impressions, so I didn't want to rub anybody the wrong way the first time meeting her brothers and her father and, and then her mother as well. Yeah, you handled it very well. Everybody handled that part well. I would yeah, be having a meltdown. Uh, <laughs> Internally, we're melting down, but externally, I think we all did a good job. You're cool. Uh-huh. Uh, SK, were there any points that you felt you and Raven weren't maybe compatible, especially after meeting, after her meeting your family and coming just from different cultures and lifestyles? Did you, was it a concern that maybe she wouldn't understand or that you two wouldn't be able to uh, bridge the gap? Right. I think for me, uh, one of the biggest uh, moments for me that kind of showed that was we had like really big fundamental differences about the role family plays in a marriage. Right. Especially like around the time when we're preparing wedding planning. Right. Um, You know, it came down to like my family was really, really worried about the fact that her family wasn't going to be there. And for her, she was like, you know, like she didn't really think that was much of a big deal, but that was very concerning Mm -hmm. to my mom. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, like the way I went about it was that 
your family is not really something you decide, like you're just born into a family. And I kind of felt for her that, you know, she didn't ask to not have a sibling. She didn't ask to not have 17 brothers and sisters. So that wasn't really something she could control. So that honestly made me kind of sit back and, okay, yes, traditionally we love both families present, you know, the whole, uh, the whole gang. But in this yeah. case, it's just going to have to be something a little bit different. But yeah, that's what I struggled with. Now, Brennan, you know, initially after meeting Alexa's family and friends, did the difference in lifestyle scare you at all? Or were you like, this is something we can get through? Or was it something that, you know, immediately you were like, oh, our lifestyles. It's really funny how it looks, how everything came out. Our lifestyles. I've lived in the city for the past like 10 years. I love <laughs> the city. But y'all got you got to know where you come from, right? You got to kind of bring some 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 stuff of where you're from back to, to where you're at. And <laughs> I'm definitely from the country. Um, so it was, it's, it's great that she was able to, to be okay and, and love where I came from and, and vice versa. So country bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, all the, all the guys always say that it's a, it's a country bullshit. So I try to take it, I want to take them out sometime, but we're all, we're trying to plan it. So. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, okay. Bartiz, the intimacy between you and Nancy start, seemed to start to dwindle after you guys had moved in together. What do you think caused that? Or do you think it was just the stress of everything kind of becoming so real? Definitely stress was a factor. But um, that first week when we moved in together back in Dallas after Malibu, uh, I had just kind of started to uncover some, some issues in our relationship, some fundamental differences with lifestyles, family. The family meeting didn't go as well as I hoped it would. And um, so the like me trying to deal with all of that was was kind of exhausting me. So I didn't have the energy um, to to kind of please her the way she wanted to be pleased or the way she expected to be pleased by, from a fiance because I was trying to get past problem X, Y, and Z um, that I had uncovered yeah. that first week um, in Dallas. All right. Well, thank you, gents. We Thanks appreciate. Thanks for having us. Nice to meet y'all. Thank you so much. Wow, what a conversation. I mean. We loved chatting with them, so we're so happy they were here. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it definitely gave me a little bit different perspective hearing things from out their mouths, but I still, I got to see the rest of what happens on this season because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, a, it's so much left in three episodes, um, and we can't wait to see. And we know you guys can't wait to see. And next week, we will be talking to the girls, okay? We'll be talking episodes 9 through 11 and be chatting with some of the favorite ladies of Love is Blind Season 3. So let us know what you want to know. Send us your questions, uh, your thoughts, whatever. We love to hear from you. Um, so whether it's an email, a selfie video, you can email us at receipts at castmedia, that's cast with a K, dot com, or slide into our DMs. I'm at Pat Carey Bradshaw. And I'm Need for L Speed. And like we tell you every week, guys, be sure that you are following and rating and reviewing. We have the receipts wherever you get your podcast. Also, go and head over to Tadoom, the official Netflix site, to find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies you love. That's netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production by Netflix, Tadoom, and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lauren Speed Hamilton. Our producers are Arvin Lee and Enid Cortez. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Elliot Deneve. And our technical engineer is Travis Holden. See you next week. See you next week.